the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. You know, does my wife have some complaints against me? Sure she does. So she does. Everything's not right about me because I'm the pastor of this church or because I'm a Christian and been saved a long time. I mean, I still, I still. I'm, God's still working on me. He's not through with me. I'm still trying to get there. So you got to forgive one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. And it's say underline must. See, some of y'all, y'all read too fast. Put two lines under must. Right in your Bible. You don't have to have a, you're not turning in this Bible unless it's not yours. Underline what? Must. Look, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Must do. No way around the must. It's no way around it. But, but nothing. Must. Since forgiveness is so critical in the life of marriage, allow me to share some insights on forgiveness, and then I'll have to stop right there. Okay? Since forgiveness is so critical to the life of marriage, and not only life of marriage, but in in life, period, (laughs) allow me to share some insights on on forgiveness. And you know what? Before I, let me preface it. Somebody under my voice by radio, under my voice here in the audience, wherever you are, you can put up the nicest of Christmas tree. You can do all the shopping you want. But you're going to live in misery if you can't come to terms with God and you and the other person that you can't forgive. There's some brother and sister under my voice that are estranged. That's the one hurting under my voice. Like that old Negro spiritual that says, nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody knows but Jesus. You look good. You know what the words say. Perhaps a charter member of the church. But you have a deep issue with the issue of forgiving. Allow me to serve you from the Lord this morning. Number one, if the spirit of forgiveness is not the longing of your heart, it will not come. 
Did you hear what I said? If the spirit of forgiveness is not the longing of one's heart, it will not come. <laughs> Listen, if you don't want to forgive, you will not forgive. In order to forgive, you got to first desire to forgive. I, 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 I nothing. You, you'll never get to it until you desire. It becomes the longing of your heart. Like the scripture says, you must do just like you must be born. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. But, but after salvation, you must forgive. You came into the family of God because God forgave you of your sins. He redeemed you of your trespasses and sins and minds too. He washed our sins. He atoned our sin. He forgave. He gave us a new slate at the point of salvation. And we can sit here emancipated and liberated because of the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And then we turn right around and can't forgive the person who has wronged us, who have hurt us. How much is enough? How long are you going to continue to destroy yourself? How long are you going to give Satan victory in your life? When are you going to get tired of yourself? Number two, apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement, it is impossible to forgive. Apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement, it is impossible to forgive. There's somebody sitting here in the church today. You can't forgive another member for whatever reason. I'm not crazy. A church over 1,100 members. I know some of y'all got issues. He ain't fooling me. You have issues with two people if you get 1,100. Not just husbands and wives and families and children, but it's with coworkers. It's with neighbors in the community. It's with friends that have become enemies. Apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement, it is impossible to forgive. You can't forgive out of your own flesh. You need someone greater than you to help you do the impossible thing. The scripture says in Luke 1, uh, with God, you know, nothing is impossible. Number three, forgiveness come when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. Did you hear that? Forgiveness comes when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. Man, listen, you got to get flesh out of the way. You got to get self out of the way. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. If you're going to have a healthy marriage, you got to deny yourself. It ain't, it ain't about you. It's about the Lord. And some of you, the older you get, the harder it is to see it. 
Forgiveness comes when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. Matthew 26, 39. Matthew 26, 39. Just jot it down. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Not my will, but thy will be done. And some of you are saying, "In the Lord, why did you give? Me, why? Why did? I, why did my marriage take this turn? Why am I in this situation? What? How, how, how did I get this wife? How did I get this husband?" Well, you're right. And the Lord said, he can shout down there, I didn't give it, I didn't give them to you. <laughs> you did it yourself. You, you didn't seek me. Your, your motive was sick. And not a marriage is sick because it was born out of defect. You say, well, if it's born out of defect, I should run a divorce court. No, I don't care. God knows how to fix defects. Amen. Can God fix defects? (laughs) Oh, yeah. God God specializes in the impossible. So you you have to put your your will, your flesh, your thinking under the Holy Spirit's control. Submit yourself to his charge. Then you begin to do like only you can do through Christ. Number four, one has nothing, or I might say a little more emphatic, one has absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit, but has everything to lose. Did you get that? One has absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit but everything to lose. <laughs> everything to lose. Your home, your family, relationships, end up isolated, broken hearts, shattered dreams. And some folk, you know, I'd rather be a casualty before I do what's right. One has absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit, but everything to lose. Number five. Some would rather lose all than forgive all to their own detriment and the detriment of their family. They would rather calculate their losses before, rather than experience victory. Some would rather lose all than forgive all. I lose it all before I forgive all. To your own detriment and the detriment of your family. They would rather calculate their losses. Rather than experiencing the peace of God in relationship. Okay. So. Don't calculate the losses. Experience the the victory. Here's some signs of forgiveness. He said, I've forgiven. I don't have no problem with it. 
How many of you in here know how to forgive? Now you're scared to raise your hand. Well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't raise it. Better not to raise it than to lie in God's house. If you think you can forgive or know you can forgive, let's just check. Let's go through a checklist to see if you live up to what you say you can do or you already know you can't, but you need to at least make the attempt. Signs of forgiveness. I got six of these and I'll I'll be done. Number one. The first sign of forgiveness is when the word of God rules and reigns in your life. When the word of God rules and reigns in your life, (laughs) then you can forgive. If the word of God is not activated in your life, if the word of God is not the authority in your life, you the authority. Your emotions is the authority. Your anger is the authority. Your meanness is the authority. But when the word of God rules and is preeminent and supreme and it reigns, like that song says, he reigns forever. When the word of God reigns in your life, that's a strong indication that you can forgive. Because, because see, you got to translate that, get that word from the head to the heart. Some of y'all memorized the word but can't Execute the word you memorize. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what it says, but can you live out what it says? The word has to rule and reign supremely, preeminently in your life. And when it's ruling and reigning, forgiveness comes to the forefront. And it doesn't take you 40 years to get over. It doesn't take you 40 years to get over. It takes you 40 years to get over it. I, I serve notice on you. You don't want to get over it. You'd rather stay sick. I never go to the hospital on a visitation to see a patient, and they say, Pastor, my desire is to stay sick. Don't, don't pray for a healing. Not one time. Keep me sick. I love a Methodist hospital. You say, they're dingy. Some of you all are dingy because you enjoy being sick. But my question to you, do you want to be made whole? Oh, God help me. Number two, another sign of forgiveness is when you can love the one who has hurt you the most. When you can love the one who has hurt you the most. How many of you in here have been hurt by somebody, something before? That's the way of life. It's impossible to to live in this world and not get hurt. Your spouse will hurt you. Your children, on purpose, unintentionally. You know, your boss will hurt you. Your friend will hurt you. Your neighbor will hurt you. Your coworker, another member, another Christian will hurt you. But when you can love that person in spite of what they've done, what they've done, that speaks volumes for your relationship with the Lord. Number three, here's, how, here's another sign of forgiveness. It's when you can pray for and with the one who has hurt you or you don't like. 
Oh, God, it's going to get deeper, y'all. When you can, what? Pray for the, pray for. See, now some of y'all, y'all pray for, but you ain't going to pray with. Oh, I'm, I'm praying for. I'm praying for him. <laughs> you ask me to go, I ain't going to go pray. <laughs> I'm praying about it. No, wait a minute. Pray after you pray, go do. When, when you can pray for and with the one who has hurt you or one you don't like, or maybe they don't like you, whichever way it is. You pray for them and with them fervently till that breakthrough comes. And, so, and you know what? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you will rather allow death to terminate that relationship. And you leave with it unresolved. And then all this guilt and everything comes. And some of you have allowed death to come in a relationship that you had an opportunity to redeem. And you waited it out, puffed it out, and smoldering it out. Tell you what you do. You just, if that has happened, and you say, you know what? I wanted to forgive this person, and I just couldn't. And now they're gone, and I can't talk to them anymore. Do what you do. It may be a mother, father, brother, sister, wife, husband, whatever. Get you a chair. Just get you a chair, a kitchen chair, some, some chair, not a big old couch that you can't move, but just get a, just a single chair. Put that chair right in front of you. You sit there, and you talk to that person like they're sitting in that chair, and you forgive them. And, and you say whatever you wanted to say, and then you release it to God. And then God takes it and makes you free. Some of y'all need that process. Some of y'all need that process. No, number four. Another sign of forgiveness is when you can serve the one who has wronged you, doesn't like you, (laughs) or one you don't like by doing random acts of kindness for them. That goes to another level. When you can serve the one who has wronged you, doesn't like you, or one you don't like by doing random acts of kindness for them. I've had to do that before. And you know what? Every time I have done it, I have gotten blessed by it. Because you go and you do the right thing and all of a sudden, as you yield to the Spirit's control and do, only God will lead you to do something like that. Devil don't do that kind of stuff. You begin to hear things from them that you wouldn't have otherwise heard. You begin to get words of blessings back on you that you wouldn't have otherwise received. God was waiting on you all this time to take the initiative to take the initiative to be able to give a person a pie, a cake, or whatever it is. When you can serve the one you that has wronged you, doesn't like you, or you don't like by doing random acts of kindness for them, 
without any strings attached. You're not looking for nothing in return. They say, why are you doing it? Simply because I love you. And I just want God to reign supreme in our relationship. You confound them. You disarm them. And you know what? That oftentimes, not all the time, but many times, that is the thing that brings the other person around. Now, you know, I helped them one time 20 years ago. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about random acts of kindness, amen, periodically, throughout the year. Okay? Oh, God help me. It's getting quiet. All the amens have dried up. Oh, God. So I'm talking about signs of forgiveness. Oh, y'all, if y'all there, say amen. amen. Number five, speaking words of blessings upon them regularly. Speaking words of blessings. I mean, I don't have nothing to say. God will give you something to say. There's something you can speak a word of blessing, a spiritual word of blessing. God has great things in store for you. God loves you and have a marvelous plan for your life. I can't wait to see the possibilities of what God is going to do with you and through you. It don't talk about, oh, you got a pretty dress. I like the way you do your hair. No, no, go, go deeper than that. Go, go deep, spiritual blessings. Your eyes haven't seen and your ears haven't heard the great things that God has in store for you. Oh, and just start speaking the word on them. Words of blessing. Words of hope, words of encouragement. All of a sudden, you start getting healed because you're releasing through the blessing. And when you begin to bless, you get blessed. And matter of fact, your, your portion will be greater because you humbled yourself to the will of the Spirit of God. Number six, finally but not the least. The last sign of forgiveness is when, when all sins of resentment and bitterness has ceased. When all sense of what? Resentment and bitterness has what? Say the last word. Ceased. Ceased. See, you know what ceased means? Gone. Done away. Vanish. No more. Ceased. I mean, you can look at that person and smile. You can hug them. You can embrace them. You can pray on them. I mean, they, they shout at you. Because you're doing the most unlikely. Spirit told me to do that some years ago. I was talking about how to do. We always give gifts to people at Christmas who like us and who love us. But the Spirit led me to say to the church way back at the other location. What about doing um, gifts, giving gifts to those that are the most unlikely as a person? And then God told me, now you go do it. You just preached it. And I got my blessings many times over. I'm so glad I did that. I don't know what to do. I'm still getting blessed today because I did it. And some of y'all, when you get to heaven, you're going to see what you could have had, but you missed because you could not forgive. When all sense of resentment, you can see that person, nothing begin to well up in you. Your stomach don't turn. Your sleep don't flee. Your headache don't come on. Amen. Your stomach, you're not, you're not in knots. You're free. You don't walk around acting like you got to go somewhere else. You, you know you ain't got nowhere else to go. You, you just walking around <laughs> conveniently missing somebody that you ought to meet head on. 
They might have a running errands in the church. You see, forgiveness is so critical because it extinguishes bitterness, resentment, and anger. It extinguishes bitterness, resentment, and anger. That's why it extinguishes, it extinguishes bitterness, resentment, and anger. Christ enables us to forgive as we keep Jesus as the object of our focus and depend exclusively on the Holy Spirit's power. You say, Pastor, I was writing. I couldn't write that fast. I say it again. Forgiveness is so critical because it extinguishes what? Bitterness, resentment, and what? Say anger louder. Christ enables us to forgive. Christ enables us to forgive as we keep Jesus as the object of our focus and depend exclusively on the Holy Spirit's power. I love what Philip Yancey said. Listen to Philip Yancey, and I quote, forgiveness, he said, he said it goes this way, forgiveness works, but it doesn't make sense. Getting even makes sense, but it doesn't work. Uh, unquote. Let me just say it again. I think you may have missed that. Philip, Philip Yancey said this, I quote, forgiveness works, but it doesn't make sense. Getting even makes sense, but it doesn't work. And then when you forgive, guess what? Forgiveness heals relationships. It delivers from bondage. It ushers in freedom. And restores the joy of your salvation. I reiterate, forgiveness heals relationships, delivers from bondage, ushers in what? Freedom, restores joy. Truly you can say joy to the world, the Lord has come. And is therapeutic to the body. All of a sudden, your migraines go away. Your blood pressure comes down. Some of y'all medication can't even get your blood pressure down because it's not a medicinal problem. It is a spiritual problem. You go into a psychologist and the psychologist can't bring your blood pressure down. But Dr. Jesus can. Anybody know Dr. Jesus? Oh, I know Dr. Jesus because I tried him and I know he works. Jesus on that cross, when he was hung up for our sins, past, present, and future, hung on that cross between two thieves, and looked down at his perpetrators and accusers and all of those folk, he could have called a legion of angels to come down. He could have opened up the the, the earth through an earthquake. He could have been delivered in a miraculous way. But instead of cursing them, his first words from the cross was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I know somebody hurt you, or perhaps is hurting you now. But can you say the words of the Father? Father, forgive them, for they know not 
what they do. And all God's children said, As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.